Hello, everyone, and welcome to another amazing episode of The Joy of Being for Busy Working Mums and Women in Business and Beyond who are seeking to unplug from their worries and overwhelm to light up with insights and joy. I am Marina Pearson, your host, Mum and Effortless Lifestyle Coach. On this week's episode, we're doing things slightly differently. Welcome to the guest episode where I support a special and busy mum in business and beyond to get insight into an area of her life that she feels stuck in. If you enjoyed the show or had any questions, why not connect with me on Instagram at Marina Pearson? Look out for the show's meme and make a comment there, or just click on my story and ask me a question. Alternatively, you can find me on the Joy of Being Facebook group. And today I've got some amazing news. You can now order your very own version of the Joy of Being book, supporting hardworking mums to stress less and live more. If you're the type of mum who is struggling with the burdens of motherhood or modern day life, then this will be a perfect book for you. If you're curious, you want to know more and you want to see what's up with that book, you can do so at www.marinapearson.com slash book. And on today's show, I have the beautiful Lucy Bainbridge. Lucy is a social media expert helping uh, people like me get my message out on Facebook and Instagram and doing Facebook ads. And one of the things that she came to me for in this coaching special was her worry around drinking too much. Uh, And during the conversation, we looked to see whether we could get some clarity around that for her in terms of the worry and whether or not she should just stop completely. But as all of these coaching conversations happen, things emerge and we find that the actual problem isn't really the problem. So she went from massive uncertainty into huge clarity around wanting to figure things out from a place that she can't. And by the end of the conversation, she felt really, really calm and really clear around the subject of her drinking and work and how to manage that all. So if you're a mum who is drinking, and if you're a mum who wants to figure it out, and if you're a mum who is struggling to fit work around baby life, then this is going to be an amazing episode for you. Enjoy. So welcome everybody. And today I have the beautiful Lucy Bainbridge on the show as a guest. But this this um, this episode is all about uh, the special go- go- go coaching episode. So welcome. Welcome, Lucy. Lovely to have you on. Oh, thank you. Thanks for calling me beautiful. I always like to be <laughs> so how come you wanted to come on today? Um, well, I know that um, the, your kind of approach to um, coaching, the three principles approach to coaching always has a way of making me see something differently and, and giving me relief on a subject, at least for a little while. Um, so, um and then you invited me and I said, yes. So it's really, I could use it on a number of things in my life, but I think the one at the moment is quite prevalent is um, uh, drink, drinking wine and uh, not really knowing if, I can't seem to stay in a state of mind whether I, I, should, I should just relax about it and just let myself drink what I drink which isn't that much at all, really, in comparison to some people, um, or whether I need to give it up because I, I never can stay in one mindset. Like, they're completely opposite and they always seem, like, rational whenever I'm in them. <laughs> so I just don't like the battle that I, that I, I seem to get into over it. And... um 
What feels the most true for you right now? At the moment, I feel like I just need to um, relax around it. Mm. Um, that's what seems to be the one at the moment because, well, the, the kind of the thinking that I have at the moment is that, well, when you've had given up, I've given up lots of other addictions in the past, smoking, cocaine, um, all, all sorts of drugs, you know, used to just used to just take have a cocktail of drugs, weed, smoke, smoke weed a lot, that kind of thing. Um, and um, none of them went because I forced them to go. And so, um, but I, I then, so then I realised, okay, it's probably not going to go the same way, the drinking. Um, but sometimes I think that it, it really has a huge impact on my day-to-day well-being and how happy I could be, etc. Um, and then I think, well, no one's perfect. You know, I, and at the moment I'm kind of like, oh, well, let's just live and let live kind of thing. But sometimes it gets so serious about it and I feel like I have to go to AA meetings and then, and you know, it's that kind of backwards and forwards, backwards and forwards. Right. So what I'm hearing is that there are moments where you relax about it and it's like, okay, well, whatever. And then there are other times that you're actually taking it really seriously. And you feel yeah, and they're kind of long periods of time in both. It's not like, <laughs> but most of the time I think I should give it up. And I always think, oh my God, I've done this again. Every time I drink, I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, I'm such a bad person. I shouldn't have done it. I can't believe I've done this. <laughs> so then I beat myself up a lot around it. At the moment, I'm not doing that so much. <laughs> but probably about you know 80% of the time I am in this frame of mind like right today is the day I'm going to never drink again and then always not always have a drink that day or whatever but I always end up having a glass of wine because I really like wine so and then I just go round and round and round and it really it just I feel like I think about that more than I think about anything else in my life and I think I'm probably more addicted to that than I am um you know, it's like it doesn't help that I have those thoughts, it feels like, because nothing they're not changing anything and they just stress me out even more. Right, so this sort of topic really consumes you quite a bit, does it? Yeah, like I obsess about it. Hmm. Yeah, like what strikes me is, you know, we're only ever doing what makes sense to us, right? And... yeah. I can only really share my my experience about this, which is kind of interesting. So I used to drink a like a bottle of wine a night. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If not more. And, um, and I, it used to get me into a lot of trouble in terms of my, um, my relationships with, with my partners because I used to get really pissed and then basically be really horrible. Yeah. <laughs> Smile at <Really>. Yeah. <laughs> like really, really nasty. Yeah. And then not remember anything that I'd said. God, it's horrendous, isn't it? 
So I knew that that's not something that I really wanted to, for them to experience. Like that, that was something that I knew, but whether, but what, 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 the clarity was around not wanting to kind of be with that behavior. That was very, very clear to me. And what was also clear to me is that um, I couldn't carry on doing that. I didn't want to do that anymore. So that was clear as well. Mm. And then I had Leo and I physically couldn't. And there was a sense of like, I just physically can't even drink like half a bottle of wine even. Um, and what's really interesting is that over time, as I've got more quiet, that sort of, I need a drink doesn't really come into it anymore. Like I'll have a drink now and again, but it's not something that plays much part in my life. Um, you know, and I've just been on a detox retreat and then went out for dinner one night and had half a bottle of wine, but you know, that there isn't a sense of like, I need another one today. So it's very much like, it's kind of fallen away on its own. Yeah, that's, that's what I, I know. (laughs) That's, that's what I keep waiting for. Uh, now you're like when when's it gonna happen when's it gonna happen well I'm aware that it can't I just don't know how to stop obsessing really is the main thing it's like because uh, you know it's it's not like everyone else thinks I need to stop either you know it's not like there's people on the outside going Lucy you really need to stop drinking or need to cut back or anything like that going on around me (laughs) It's just all in my head. And I don't know whether it's because I've had such a history of addiction mm. that I'm like, I have this amount, I have this feeling that I'll be like really happy, so much more happy right. if I didn't. Mm. Well, that's definitely something you just don't know. Well, I at the moment, I it's it's interesting because I, I can't imagine you know being in certain situations and not having a really nice glass of wine because it's, it's not really alcohol. It's not really alcohol as a as a as a thing. It's not even about getting drunk. It's I really enjoy wine, and I you know if there's a bottle of vodka in the, the cupboard, I wouldn't reach for that if I was you know. It doesn't feel to me like I'm trying to get out of pain so much to 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 do it, but it does feel like you know. I, I just really, it's like a part of my life. I feel like it doesn't. I can't really imagine a life without it. <laughs> you know. Um. And I don't want to be in parties and stuff and, and feel like, oh, I really want to drink, but I can't have one. That just is so rubbish, the thought of doing, being in that situation. What I really hear is that you really like wine. Yeah, I do, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and lots of people do, don't they? It's and I really one. like coffee. Yeah, yeah. And I also really like chocolate. And I also really like steak. Mm. 
And I also really like a nice glass of wine. Mm. Yeah. The question is, is whether or not what you're doing is actually creating some sort of negative impact on your life. And whether well, or not yeah. it's yeah. Like, you know when you're done. Like I, I there'll be moments in your life when you're just like, I'm done. Yes, there has. And that's what it was with the smoking. Yeah. So why would this be any different? Um, well, I just wonder, you know, all that time I thought, well, I've, I've given up all these other things. But really, I was always still enjoying a drink. So I, I, I wonder if I really, it's like the only other thing that changes or numbs your mind a little bit, you know, brings you a little, it makes me a little bit more present. It makes me a little bit less anxious than I am. I'm kind of always slightly wanting something else if I don't, um, you know, in social situations, I suppose, if I don't have that. Mm. And so there is a dependency. That's what that's what I don't really enjoy about it. It's, it's, it's this dependency thing. Mm. Um, and I feel like I'm out of control with it. But I'm not out of control as in I'm drinking. So I, I do actually, like after two or three glasses, a lot of the time I don't, I don't actually want another one. Mm. So it's not like I keep going and keep going. Mm. It's just that. Um, and, and sometimes during the week, you know, I'll think, right, I'm going to just give myself a break tonight. And then I'll be so stressed out by the end of the day. Just, you know, like, just always going, 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 going. And um, so maybe, maybe there is it. Maybe it is, you know, drinking to get out of pain and stuff. And I, So then it's not really about the drinking, is it? It's all about more about the the um, anxiousness or the stress of the day, isn't it? Well, that's kind of what was kind of what struck me when he was saying that Hmm. has more to do with that than the actual drinking itself. So I'm curious about that. I'm curious about your stress of the day and the anxiety. Tell me more about that. I don't know. I just think since becoming a mum, um, It's it's just easy. It's just it's really easy to just drink a glass of wine. You can't just stop and meditate for ten minutes, or like, do you know what I mean? There's nothing you can really do. It's an instant relaxer when you've got a baby, um, and uh, I suppose now I have my own business and stuff like that as well. I'm always like feeling kind of it feels to me like um I'm juggling lots of balls and I can't take my eye off any of them and so because of that it's like I, 
I know, and I know that there's nothing really to be worried about, or the worry is, isn't help, helping the situation. Like that, there's nothing really going to go wrong. But it, it is almost like I'm on always, always on high alert. Mm. Um, and so that just takes that out of the game. And then obviously makes it worse the next day. <laughs> you know, but I can't, it doesn't matter that that's the case. It just seems to be easier to just. And to really enjoy it again. I still don't think that I would go for vodka if it was, if there was vodka in the cupboard. You know, so it isn't, it's something about the whole ritual as well with it. It's not just, um, it's not just a numbing that I'm going for. It's like enjoyable to drink the wine as well. I love the fact that you have the awareness. Mm. Well, I, I don't think about much else. <laughs> so I feel like I've done it to death. Really. But I would love to see something differently. I would love to see it. I'd love to have some peace around it. Lasting peace around it. Because it seems so real to me. It seems so real in those moments um, of like, I don't know, when I'm low or something, I... I I always blame the drinking for being low or um, snappy or whatever. Well, what if it's not the drinking that's making you feel that way? Well, yeah, I've, I think I'm starting to see that a little bit as I've, um, I, I just think it must do a little bit, don't you? Don't you think it adds to it or it kind of, like, I know that I feel like it, it just will not help. I'm not saying I'd never be snappy or irritable ever again if I didn't drink, but I do think that it adds to that, like it fuels it a little bit more. That's what it seems like to me. Well, from what I can tell is that, yes, it can make you feel more tired. And if that's the case, then yes, I guess it could actually lower your consciousness and make you feel more snappy and so forth. But the snappiness and the, and the, and the anxiety that you feel throughout the day or the stress that you feel throughout the day has got nothing to do with the drinking. Yeah. It's got everything to do with thinking that something other than your thinking is creating that. So you don't so when we say thinking we mean emotional 
you know, because I was listening to Byron Katie the other day mm. and she said, she said that, um, you know, thoughts, like you always have an, a thought, like instantly before you have the feeling. You're always going to have that thought before you have a feeling. There's always a thought there before a feeling. Um, and so she, obviously her whole approach is to questioning your thoughts, etc. Et but um, I suppose those that in those moments I don't know I just feel more I suppose I just feel like unenthusiastic and it doesn't really feel like it's coming from it feels more like um an ongoing state rather than an up and down experience apart from in the morning I seem to be fine in the mornings when I wake up you know when I'm refreshed well it's interesting because kind of what comes to mind is a conversation I had with somebody ages ago about you know tiredness and feeling shit or feeling great and all kind of go yeah well I feel tired therefore I'm feeling shit well actually have there been moments in your life where you've been tired but you've actually felt good you've felt in a positive state of mind yeah there have been times where you you haven't slept much and you feel like crap right Um, and there are times that you've slept a lot and you felt like crap and there are times that you've slept a lot and you feel great yeah that's true so it suggests that it's not the sleeping. Yeah, I suppose I've I've always yeah. So what what causes more? So what causes more people to be? You know what I'm talking about though. I don't mean like just oh this is going to happen or what am I going to do about that or in fact most of my thoughts in the day are making decisions and it, and I feel like the, because of the rate of, of stuff I have to um, um, implement and like the rate of the thinking it's not even that it's negative but it's almost like that there's just so much of it that that causes a stress tell me a little bit more about this rate I, I don't understand like it's just high paced it's all over the place it's it's revved like, up thinking you mean yeah, it's revved up but it, it's just not even necessarily panicked it's just like there's too much going on to balance so what you're effectively saying is, is there's a lot of thinking all over the place all of the time yeah and you don't feel that you have a sense of space is that right? Yeah, it feels like I can't not do that thinking because it feels like that thinking is because I'm dealing with this, then this, then this, right. then this. Understood. Like I can't shut it off even if I'm not actually on that task at that time because I, I'm always like I have to think about things for a long time to know what I'm going to do about them or like, you know, just um, 
keep myself like to remind myself and stuff um um yeah sometimes it feels like if I don't think about things that they're all gonna it's all gonna come to it's all gonna collapse or I'll forget something or I won't it will go wrong oh okay like I need to be in, I think a lot of a lot of what I really like um <laughs> needing to feel like really in control, control. <laughs> yeah 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 ridiculous <laughs> I love because yeah recently I've just seen that there really there's nothing that we can control at all like if we if we take it from the perspective that we really are a conduit for life Lucy and the information that we're given is all that we need to actually really focus on that we don't have to focus on all of the sort of noise or the static that it's interesting I was having a conversation with a colleague the other today and she was saying you know it's like turning the dial you know you're either in the static of the radio you shift the dial and you're back into that really beautiful feeling again you're in the static you listen to that you listen to the height you know all of those that thinking that I have to I have to think this and I have to think that otherwise it's all going to fall apart or I can just not take any of that shit seriously just get on and do the work I need to get done but in you know do it in a way that that actually I can enjoy it after all you know there's you're a mama mm. you've got a business and surely this is all about enjoying yeah, and, I, and I do actually yeah. I feel like I do I really enjoy my business it's actually the time where I can kind of zone in on something it's almost like meditation in itself sometimes um but like I suppose it's when having George, it's like I only have like a small amount of time to do certain things, you know, like I can only put him in, you know, like the bit in the lounge for a certain period of time before he gets aggy again. So it feels like I'm always rushing and I've got a kind of like. Right. I get you know, it. Like, yeah. like, right, I've got this much time. I've got to do that, 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 and that, go. You know, it's like. And do it. Is it? I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm coming yeah, back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's probably like the, the number one sentence for every mother. I'm just coming. <laughs> Leo is still waiting to, for his mother. And he's like, "Mummy, <laughs> like, oh, that was like an hour ago. I'm just coming." <laughs> you know, it's really, it's really fascinating to me. Yeah. Um. Like. I recently saw something around this for myself and it doesn't matter what age they are. It's whether it's working for you or not. Right. And I realized that the the way I had it set up wasn't working for me at all because I was like you, I was literally like, I've got to finish this because this was in the summertime. And so I, Leo had class until two and I had um, a limited amount of time to get the work done that I needed to get done. 
Mm. And then I've got people here at the villa. And and it was just so funny because it, it, I was just shown something so clearly. Um, Leo and I went away um, and mm. for a couple of days and I was like, right, it's it's a bit of holiday time. I just need to let go of like needing to do this work thing for a bit and just give myself some time with him. Just, yeah. just me and him. And so we went off. And then, of course, there were there were a few things that happened when we were away that I had to attend to because I was running a webinar on, on, on the, the night I got back. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I get back around 8.30. Um, I've got an hour to get Leo to bed before the webinar starts. And he falls in the pool. <laughs> <laughs> he gets all wet. And I'm like, oh, God. And so he gets upset about all of this. And by the which point it was like 10 to 9. The guests arrive. Yeah. They take one look at the villa. They come in. They see the dog. They then turn around and go, we don't want to be here. We want a refund. So I'm having <gasps> to deal with that. I'm having to deal with Leo and and him falling in the pool. I'm then stressing yeah. about the fact that I've got this webinar on at 9.30 and I'm never going to make it. Yeah. And anyway, I tend to the people. Leo's shouting in my game, Mommy, Mommy. And I'm like, I'm really sorry. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shouting yeah. child upstairs. Um, <laughs> so I'm like, one ear to him, one ear to them. Yeah. What, you know, in the future, worrying about this webinar that I'm not going to be able to get on. And they've got, so they go. And then I've got to attend to Leo. Now, Leo in bedtime, there's a certain amount of time that we need for him to just be quiet and fall asleep well. Yeah. And I couldn't, you know, 10 minutes just wasn't enough because that's basically what happened. You know, getting him to like read the book. And the reading the book was really like, I wasn't in the book. I was just already going, I need to get to the webinar. Yeah. So I was constantly in the future at that point. And I wasn't in the moment. I wasn't being present to what was going on with Leo or anybody because I was just worrying about that I needed to do this thing that I wasn't going to have time for. Mm. Anyway, I then turn around to Leo and go say, baby, I'm really sorry, but mummy's got a call. I don't want a call. Like, I don't want you to have a call. Why can't you have a call? This is my last, one of my last nights with him. And I'm going, fuck this webinar. Why the fuck did I put it here? Like, yeah. Was I yeah. And so... I did the webinar. Leo fell asleep, so it was all good. Everything kind of worked out. It got a nice little result from it. Anyway, blah, blah, blah. Um, Leo then leaves, and I'm left with this sense of what has just happened is not working for me. This isn't working for me. I, I don't want to be put in that position again because I am being, my energy is being pulled in yeah. five different directions and I can't do my best work when that's happening. Yeah. So what needs to happen in order for me to be able to do my best work? How do I need to set it up so that I can actually just really focus on Leo when he's here and really focus on my work when, um, when, you know when when he's here or when when he's not here how do I set it up so I have times that that work for me so I'm not constantly being dragged to one end to the other because Mm -hmm. somebody else is demanding my attention and then I'm beating myself up about the fact that I'm not really doing anything anyway and then I've got to do the work anyway and then I'm doing it at night and that's not really what I want to be doing anyway 
yeah what I realized was is that the first thing that I got clarity on is that this just isn't working for me Mm -hmm. it's just not working okay good I'm glad I've actually found that out that's really nice to know but what could work you know what's possible um how can I do this in a different way Mm -hmm. Uh, the reality is you've got a little one that demands your attention right and he's at home yeah and so how could it work for you because I'm what I'm hearing you say is is actually this isn't really necessarily working for me Um, well I had some clarity around that actually recently I was kind of like in this business building frame of mind Mm -hmm. and I was like just because I'd kind of I had that as what I had to do you know like I'd made that a fact for me right and um you know you you create a business and you grow it you keep growing it you know what I mean it's that kind of Mm -hmm. mentality but really I realized actually uh something I realized what I'm coming round to (laughs) I wouldn't really say I've I've decided it but I'm coming round to the fact that probably that's not actually um what's what's necessary or most important for me um is to you know be in some kind of like business growth stage um and I think that's really because I just want to do a little bit of work and then enjoy my the rest of my time um so that's obviously starting to take a bit of weight off my mind because I'm realizing that you know I had all these like money goals and stuff which aren't necessarily bad it's just actually I don't necessarily need them I'm doing fine as I am and it's like okay so I could work more um I could just start you know because that then involves a lot of new thought which I don't need more of at this point in my life (laughs) you know it's like I could just do this and this and actually just keep ticking around and and kind of stay and get into a kind of a flow rather than um trying to build more on top of it um which I suppose will help a little bit. Um, But it's definitely that. It's definitely this feeling of like not really um, settling for what's going on at the moment. Not really settling for it because it it feels like, okay, so we've got to do the next thing and then the next thing. And actually I think that's sometimes unhelpful you know rather than just enjoying what I've got and what I'm doing yeah like I really noticed that I would you know I'm on retreat for for a week and the first few days I was like I've got to work I've got to do this I've got all this stuff because Leo like last week I was off and blah 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 and then 
like I just settled into this really like the second day I started settling and then th- by the third day I was like oh no I'm on holiday yeah <laughs> I don't want to do anything I yeah just, you know what was amazing Lucy is what started to emerge as a result of not feeling like I needed to do anything mm. you know that post that you said nice post well that that's actually yeah what came as a result of like not feeling and like putting all that pressure on myself to actually do something and miss what's right there in front of me, like having beautiful conversations with the people that were there that turned out yeah. to be actually quite fruitful. If I'd been yeah. on my laptop, I would never have had those conversations or connected with the people that were there, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And so I realized that there's, be where you are be where you are yeah and be in it and do that properly yeah be where you are because first I I just yeah be where you are and while yes you can still do your work while George is in the living room that's not that's a doable thing because if you're in a quiet space you can do that but the reality of it is you won't have the same amount of time if he's in the living room to do to finish off the work you've got to do and I know that your work is very time based in the sense of deadlines to meet things have to be done by a certain time um you know you're working with other people and their 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 content so they've set up their timelines so it's it's all very time based what you're up to yeah and and your your work specifically is very much like that so Mm -hmm. What can you handle? What are you available for? That was such a brilliant question I got asked at the beginning of this week, last week. What are you available for? And what are you not available for? Yeah, it's, it is. Well, I'm, it's a lot of that come, comes down to boundaries and stuff. Yes. Um, so what are you available for? Well, yeah, I would like to just feel like I actually, I actually did something that I think might have. I actually um, made this this boundary that I wasn't going to work in the evenings, and actually, now I've realised, like, that's not actually necessary. Because what's now happening, because I put that in place, is that I'm rushing in the day to make sure I don't work in the evening. And actually, sometimes I'm, you know, I can work in the evenings and it's okay. And it's not, but I made this whole thing up about not doing that. So I am available to work in the evenings if I have to but what I don't want to do is I don't want to have to work when I've got George beautiful yeah beautiful I just want to be able to be with him be with him and just do what I have to do next like you know like make food or go out for a walk or take him here or there because we I, I um you know like the odd time I have worked it just feels like it just feels like um 
you can't concentrate on both things at all. You just can't concentrate on either, really. And it's just like you're always rushing. It's that feeling of having to get something done when you feel like you shouldn't be having to do it. Mm. So that is quite stressful. Um, so if I if I am able to have the evenings, what then that allows for is that if I have to work later, I can. You know, it's like, but I made that in my head that I don't work past and then I would get annoyed at myself if I was working in the evening. But actually, <laughs> that's better than working when George is there. Yeah, um, a lot of sense. Yeah. And at the weekends as well, you know, like most it's nice to have weekends off but I actually enjoy my work so it is actually nice for Stuart to have George for three hours on a Saturday morning and me work for three hours that isn't like oh I'm working at the weekend it's actually like that's peaceful for me a lot of the time you know if I was doing work I didn't enjoy then it would be a pain (laughs) but I do like it so I I think I have to kind of you know there's all these walls that you think you should have like don't work at weekends and stuff like that but actually I like I set it up this way because I actually enjoy the work that I do so um yeah and it's just about like I just yeah I think a lot of it is doing to do with setting goals and trying to keep up with something that's not really um it's not really the right I mean I do believe you can do anything but I also think that um the thing you the things you think you need to do often make you more stressed trying to do them than just you know letting things unfold like you said yeah because what comes to mind is is you know if you didn't need to if we didn't need to we didn't buy into this thing of i need to work or I need to build, or I need to make money, or if we, if that, if that becomes a priority, like we need to make money, we need to work, everything, everything else sort of seems to take a backseat. But then the funny thing is about running a business or running, you know, working for ourselves or whatever is, is we get to choose how we want to do it. Mm. We're the ones choosing. Mm. So it's not working. We can choose differently. Yeah right yeah exactly and so what I'm really hearing is that you're like actually no I can get to choose differently I I I can set my own rules um that work for me and this isn't clear-cut like you know you experiment you experiment you can experiment with it and kind of go did that work did that not work oh no that didn't work Okay, well, yeah, this instead. Um, 
because what I do know is that when we jam pack everything in, and I know it's also about our relationship to how we jam pack everything in, because you can have a really busy day and it can feel like you're flowing through it, right? Mm. But nothing yeah. on your mind, it can feel like you're constantly flowing. But the reality is, is that you've got a seven, is he, no, he's one, right? He's one, one now, yeah. A one-year-old. Yeah. You know, who needs your attention? And I love it. I love being his mum. I love I love playing with him. It's it's not hard work for me. I really enjoy it. So I mean it sometimes I think what am I gonna do with him today? Like but um most of the time I really enjoy it. There's yeah. definitely something in there about like, you know, I've got everything I wanted really in life. And then you can't and then I obsess about something else. That's what I mean. It's like, then I start, I'm just moving on to the next thing already, which is definitely, and in a way, I wonder if I wasn't, I can't actually imagine not obsessing about something. <laughs> so the drink thing is, it's almost like, okay, what should I do with my head today? Oh, I know. I'll think about that over and over and over again. <laughs> As if some new, as if some something's going to come out of it differently, and I can't actually believe. I can't believe how much I believe what I think. Like it's just unbelievable. <laughs> it, 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 it sounds, I can't even put it in another way. It's, I, I just really identify with so some thoughts so much that I really think I'm not going to drink again or I really think I'm not going to worry about that again and then I do but you know what I hear I hear the the awareness that you're you have this awareness that that that's what's going on like the fact that you even have the awareness that that's going on is wonderful like that's what I see I see somebody who has this incredible awareness about what's actually going on Hmm. But it doesn't help. <laughs> it must help to a certain extent, but feels like it's not in the times where I'm writing it. It doesn't. Uh. I get that, and that's the nature of that's the nature of every illusion that we're in. It happens to you, me, and the world at large. Yeah, but Stuart doesn't really. Like Stuart just looks at me like, oh, "Stop giving yourself a hard time, babe." Am I okay? don't know how to do that um and he's like you know he just doesn't really get into things like that he just doesn't obsess about anything particularly I'm quite envious of that is there a sense of like I shouldn't be obsessing I don't want to be obsessing I wish I could be yeah like well yeah because my whole life is then trying to put things in place like looking up more information about something or, you know, because it kind of gets, I panic, I panic. That's what happens. I get, it's, it's, it's an anxious thing. It's panic. I panic about what I'm obsessing about. It's like something has to be done about this right now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, I can't tell you, he must've listened to me. Like Stuart's must just think like, you just must think what what is going around. It just 
you know, like almost like um, a child in a fantasy land or something. It just kind of goes, okay, babe, you know, like it doesn't really take it seriously at all, ever. And it's because I'm always backwards and forwards. So it's just this ongoing drama that doesn't really exist in reality. It's just in my head all the time and I can't, I still, I still, I still can't drop out of it, even though I know that. So I can't really know it. I actually believe it. I still do very much believe in it. I love the fact that Stuart's like that. <laughs> yeah, he's very he's very like that. He's just generally very naturally placid. I remember having a conversation with Jan Shipman about something or another. Mm. And as I was doing so, I started giggling because I realised what I'd been doing. And... Um, I giggled even more because we started giggling like stupid, stupid little girls. <laughs> like, oh my God, I'm just like, oh my God, what have I been up to? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, it's funny. And, and that's, that's, that's it. That's it. That's like when she said to me, that's it, Marina. That's mm. it. The fact that you can laugh at that silly human, I'm obsessing again. Oh, well. <laughs> Next. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm obsessing again. Yeah. yeah. Oh, alrighty. I'm obsessing again. All right. Okay. Because actually, as I put on, I put on a post yesterday. You feel shit, but there's nothing wrong with you. You feel shit. You're just obsessing. All right. Okay. Moving on. <laughs> yeah, but I, I was feel like, isn't it causing me harm? What causes harm is then the whole fucking judgment that you place on it. Yeah, keeps you stuck in it. But yeah. if you say, "Oh, I'm obsessing again," no, silly me. Okay. Yeah, I I should have that actually. It'd be nice to have that actually. I just need a reminder that that's actually what's happening, and it's not actually. You know, I'm not just because it is. It looks to me like I'm completely poisoning my body, and that um, George is not going to have a mother past a certain age and you know it's this kind of like it looks really 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 bad I suppose it's because my mum died I really think that has actually affected me quite a lot that just the fact of mortality and that you know that can just happen at any point to anyone well that is true can happen to anybody at any moment Yeah, so then it doesn't really matter what I do, does it? (laughs) (laughs) What I do know is is that we don't we 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 can just lighten up about our silly little behaviours that we have. Yeah. And obsessing is a little one of those. It's a little one of those, yeah. Yeah. And and the the fact is you're aware of this and you're like, well, how does the awareness help? Well, that you're aware that that's going on because I, I often, I often, you know, are there moments that you catch yourself, Lucy? Well, earlier I was lying in the grass and, you know, like, well, we had um, people around yesterday and, I, you know, I probably drunk more than I usually drink. And then today I don't really feel that bad. But I'm obviously a little bit hazy and it's very hot here today. And so I was lying on the grass and I was looking at George, who's waddling around. He's learning, he's just tottering at the moment. So he's almost walking properly, but he's not quite there yet. 
and I was just watching him lying on the grass and I was just watching and I was like, I was thinking about the facts of a hangover, you know, like, and then there was just these moments where I wasn't really hungover because I was just really, like, relaxed. And so what felt like more tired turned into more like a relaxed, surrendered state more than it was a, oh, I'm so tired state. You know what I mean? It wasn't that feeling. It was like I was just, I was just enjoying the moment. And I did think, I did have a moment where I was like, yes, yeah, so this suffering thing is a bit of an illusion, isn't it? You know, like it's not really, it's, it's only there if I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about the fact that I'm suffering. So there is, there is, um, there, yeah, I do catch myself like in, in and that, but I wasn't obsessing at that point. These moments of, of nice thought only happen when I'm already kind of relaxed. It's those moments where I'm like the craving to have a glass of wine sometimes is so strong. But I wonder sometimes half of that, I think it's because I'm like, no, can't have any more ever again. You know what I mean? It's like that. That doesn't actually help the fact that I can now I'm not allowed to drink. I think that creates more of a tension around it. Well, I know that the cravings are de- definitely craving thinking. So like... You- if we're thinking yeah. cravings, then we're thinking cravings, right? Yeah. Because I'm sure there are moments that you don't think about it and you're not having to, like, open the bottle of wine. Yes. Sometimes you're thinking about it and you're like, oh, my God, oh, my God, I have to have a bottle of wine. Oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. It's like... Yeah. Like, have, but have you ever... I've never not been able to, by the way. Whenever I'm in that, it's already a done deal. Right. <laughs> but have you, ever, have you ever experimented with just letting the thought pass? Yes. And then, and, and then just, just comes like, back <laughs> and then let it part and, but not take it seriously. Yeah. But it, what's interesting, I've all, I, and I, and I know what happens in those moments. I don't not take it seriously, but I don't, I don't not want it anymore. I don't have, um, in those moments, I, can't remember why I don't want one or can't remember why I'm doing this whole not drinking thing can't have don't I don't actually not want it anymore does that make sense it's not like I oh I can't have it though it's like I'm gonna have a drink I want a drink and I'm gonna have a drink there's no oh well I said I wasn't going to it's like um, it's not worth the stress of fighting it. I can liken it to something like you shout at your kid and then you just fucking beat yourself up about it for the rest of the day as opposed to just going, oh, just yeah, just shouted at my child. Oh, well, next. I'll do better next Yeah. Time. Kind of like the lightheartedness around that, that behaviour, like... It doesn't matter what it is, really. It's like, oh, yeah, human. Oh, oh well. Next. <laughs> <laughs> oh well. Oops. You know how. Um, you know how kids might spill something. Yeah. And we can just go, oopsie daisy. Never mind. We'll just clear it up. Yeah. Or it could be, motherfucker, what are you yeah. doing? Why, why did you do that? That's my beautiful carpet. And now it's got, you know, puke stains all over it. 
there's a response to to to, to those yeah. two things that are going on. And yeah. my guess is the more lighthearted approach is actually the one that's possibly more useful. Oh, okay. And then, so then where my head goes, just so you know, is that then I'm letting myself off the hook. Mm. Then I'm allowing myself to, um, you know, because then in 10 years, if I find out I've got really bad cancer or something, <laughs> then I'll be like, well, why the fuck didn't you do something about it? <laughs> you know, that's what will happen. That's, that's what my head says. I'm not laughing. No, I know. I know you're not laughing <laughs> in a bad way. <laughs> and this is this is where this whole thing of priorities comes into. Is like, do I want to look after myself? Yes. Do I want to take care of this body that I live in? Mm-hmm. Yeah. If so, what does that look like? Well, then, when I, yeah, and then what, when I'm in a moderate frame of mind, what it looks like to me is that I can still look after my body and, in, and inject my life with healthy things, even if I'm drinking anyway, because it's like, it doesn't mean that I have to give up everything else in terms of, you know, I can still eat well, I can still take my probiotics, I can still... Um, have my cider vinegar and lemon in the morning and I can, and you know then you think well if the people out there that aren't drinking but they're not doing all those other things you know and it kind of you know I can help my body in lots of other ways if I want to keep up this you know vice what if you could just experiment with this Lucy once again, a bit like with the business, it's like what works, what doesn't work. What am I available for? What am I not available for? How would I love it to be? Uh, yes. If I made my body a priority, what would that look like? And and without having to have the answer, because what I'm feeling is like there needs to be an answer, like uh yeah, I need to have an answer, and I want the answer. And if I don't have the answer, then I'm going to get cancer. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like I, I, I kind of, and it's, and it's like it's not the same thing, but it's kind of what occurs to me is before I ended the relationship that I'm current that I was in. Yeah, um, I was obsessing about that for months, mm. months. Yeah. Why do I not? When do I do it? I had all of these plans. Um, I'm going to do it then. If I don't do it then, when do I do it? Oh, I'm going to do it then. And this is what it's going to look like. And then I'm going to run away at the, you know, in the middle of the night. And then I'll leave him a note. And then, and then like, that's how I'm going to do it. <laughs> yeah. I had all yeah. of these plans. <laughs> um, but what actually really happened yeah it just came out of my mouth one day one yeah day, enough yeah no letter no running away at night mm-hmm. that was it the answer couldn't be found where I was attempting to look sure 
Yes. I was obsessing because I thought, oh, once I have the answer, then I'll be fine. Yeah. Once I have the clarity of whether or not this is the right, then I'll be fine. Yeah. And that added bit of pressure. Yes. Right? Like that added bit of pressure onto this whole thing wasn't helping at all in any way, shape or form. Because I kept putting all of this pressure on myself to figure it out, figure it out, figure it out, figure it out. I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to figure this out. I'm going to figure this out. And then everything will be fine. Yeah, that's what I do. Yeah, that's exactly how this feels. Yeah, right? Like, like yeah. figure it out, then everything will be fine. Well, everything's fine already. Like, everything is, just because you feel that way doesn't mean there's something wrong. Mm. And what I discovered was that when I didn't, wasn't obsessing or when I was thinking about something else completely, like being with Leo, playing with him or doing something or going for a walk or, uh, you know, having a good old ting mad with a friend, something would occur to me. Mm. But what I got really clear on was that my obsessing wasn't going to, bring me the the answer I was looking for yeah where do we get that idea that it does fuck knows well maybe maybe from school maybe yeah maybe you have to figure this out like this is this is you have to find the answer and it can only come from the intellect yeah probably from school but the answers cannot be found where we created the problem from no as far as I can tell and it's a bit like less is more. If mm. we just, yeah, if, if we don't have to think about the problem to solve it. Yeah, I just got really quiet there. So you can relax. It's okay, you can relax. What did you hear? I don't know. I was just looking at the, the, the tree outside. <laughs> and it just, something just shut down in my mind. What you were saying, obviously, about not figuring it out. Well, I just, you just said to me, I don't know, it was just the, the whole thing. Cool. Yeah, thank you, Marina. You're so welcome. Just was very powerful. Just enjoy the rest of your day. <laughs> just enjoy Yeah, I will. I will. <laughs> no pressure. No, no. <laughs> don't not enjoy it. Yeah, like... Don't not enjoy it. Otherwise, I won't see you. Yeah. Marina, I'm I'm already out of it and I'm joking. (laughs) Come back. (laughs) I'd like to catch up with you like in a couple of weeks. You know, just just send me, shoot me a, I'll connect with you maybe in a a week or so to see what's Yeah, that would be lovely. And to see what, what, um, yeah, to see if anything's come from this conversation. Yeah, I hope it it does in a way. I really, I'd really like to feel... Well, I do feel like hmm. not really thinking about it. Yeah. So. Well, just stay, just go and enjoy the rest of your day. Yeah, right? I will. I will. Bye. Thank, Thank you, you so much, Marina. Bye. Bye. And there we have it, another incredible episode of The Joy of Being. And remember, if you'd like to come on the show to get clarity and flow in an area of your life that you feel stuck in, please email me at marina at marinapearson.com sharing what you would love to get insights on. If you enjoyed this podcast, you may well enjoy the book as well. You can either download a free chapter, www.marinapearson.com slash chapter, where I go into much more depth into how we can create more time and space as mums 
And if that doesn't fly and you're more curious about getting the entire book, then you can do that too at www.marinapearson.com slash book. Until the next time, remember, you are the joy you seek. <laughs>